Hey everybody, Daniel Contreras here, founder of the New Era of Barbering. Um, and honestly, I wanted to do, I guess, the typical three things I wish I knew when I was charging 30. But I couldn't come up with three things, to be quite honest. I could only come up with two. And I spent like the last 30 minutes trying to figure out what the third one could be. And I just said, fuck it. <laughs> because I didn't want to force it, for one. And it would have been like really weird. Um, and it wouldn't have been like value packed. Like I really think these, just these two are, are more than enough. Um, and the whole idea of this too was um, kind of just thinking back to that time in my life when I was, you know, of course, charging $30 for a haircut. And obviously right now I, I, I'm retired from cutting hair. I run the new era of barber, new era of barbering. That's the company. Um, and I work with barbers um, inside of the program under the company. Uh, called Elevated Mentorship, uh, where I work with barbers to help them not only like raise their prices up, but also know, understand the business aspect of barbering to really, again, to not to continue cutting hair, not to improve your damn fade, but in a five-year time span, like, look, let's make the most out of barbering. Let's raise the prices up as much as we potentially can. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean like to, if you're charging 20 to get to up to 30, uh, I'm talking about like 100, 150, 200, 250, 300 dollars per haircut. How can we do that in the location that you are at? That is my sole focus with that company, and really allowing barbers to be able to save up anywhere between 100 to 300k in their bank, uh, and then in five year span, like look, go off, do whatever you need to do. If you want to start a brand at that point in time, what if you want to do YouTube? Be my fucking guest. But until then, we keep the main thing the main thing because too many people are go running around with their heads cut off. So for me. I thought this would be really, really good topic to top, talk to topic, Jesus, topic to talk about. Um, and again, too, the two things is is more of just like me looking back now, helping barbers. Um, I believe we have about 100 barbers inside the program currently at this time. Um, and kind of relating to, to you know, I, I, I always see myself in them at that point in their career to where I'm at right now. And it's kind of like this weird bird's eye view. And I can really see like, wow, okay, yeah, I remember when I thought that. And this is, you know, I went like, had to like learn so many different things and like understand, implement, fail plenty of times. And then just to be able to give them that like quick answer of the problem they're, they're having to get them back and having a good result again in their business and pro progress. Um, but, you know, really, I, I, I guess like the overall aspect there's not that much good information, to be quite honest. I talk to barbers all day. There's just so much. Again, too, if you look back on like maybe the most recent podcasts, I mean, most most information and business aspect is just, hey, look, know your worth. Hustle harder. Know your work. Cut under 30 minutes. Good luck. And that's not a good, <laughs> that's not good at all. To, to really like get some progress in this damn thing and to actually um, Run this like an actual business and not like the, the hustle that was run out of your backyard when you first started this thing up. We, we have to at least like understand something different. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. So at least the first thing I, I honestly wish I knew when I was charging 30 bucks, the first thing I have on, on my notes right here is, is really that the time and space is required to be able to start any new business. And what I mean by this is early on, and this was before I even was charging 30, this was like when I was charging 16, 20 bucks. Um, I knew I didn't want to cut hair forever. This was like two years in and I was charging 16, 20 bucks. And I was like, holy fuck, there's no way in hell you're going to catch me doing this like five, six, seven years from now. Like I have to find something else. And it was at that moment, like 
two things happened. One, I kind of set my eyes on like a bigger goal overall. And also two, I kind of fucked myself because then I, and I think a lot of barbers come to this realization when they see, you know, barbering is fun when you start out, you're making money, but at some point in time you come to the realization, holy fuck, this is not going to do it for me. Right. I don't want to live the life of like, um, cutting 20, 40 heads a day, um, just to make the money I want to make. Um, and I, I think, I mean, for myself, at least, I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about my experience. Cause I, I don't know what the hell everybody has their own experience, but just from my experience, I started like taking, taking like unreasonable amounts of time out of my day to just think about and like try to come up with a different business model and like really spend time on like trying to figure out a different business that I was going to build on the side. And when you're in that period, when I was in that period, I thought it was the best thing to do. It was like, oh man, I got this thing right here. I don't want to do it forever, so I'm going to work on something else. And lo- I guess logically, somehow, <laughs> I connect the dots and I was like, this makes sense. Looking back on that, it's like the worst thing possible. So going back to the main point, time and space is required to be able to start any new business. As a barber, you have no fucking time and space, right? Let's just be honest. I, I had, I, as a booked out barber charging 20, 30 bucks at the time, there, there was no time and space. And, and the time and space is just so you can, one, get out of the chaos, get out of like the tornado that you are in of cutting hair, the like literally nonstop hamster wheel of like wake up, cut hair, go to sleep, wake up, cut hair, go to sleep, maybe eat something on the third day, right? And kind of get yourself out of that like redundancy and just that chaos take a step out, really look at what you're doing. And then also, um, take some time because to be able to build a business, you need the time and and to be able to start a new business, you need space to time and space to think space away from the chaos time to just fucking think on things and really think things through thoroughly. Right? Because any new business is going to, it's not just like all of a sudden you have an idea and then boom, you're off to the races. It doesn't happen that way. Right? You have to be able to give it time. You have to think it through. You're going to go through different mistakes. Think about how long it took you just to um, start like learning how to cut hair, right? And like finally get to the point where you're at right now. It'll probably take the same time, if not longer, starting a new business, right? And that's just point blank. And that's, it's very unreasonable at first. And I think most barbers, I mean, like it, it took, it took a lot just to get there. I mean, like looking back on it, you might think, ah, it wasn't that hard, but honestly, look, look at the time frame, And then you're like, fuck, I got to go do something else. It's, it's, it's not possible at that point in time, unless you want to take off the time and you want to have this space right now. But I mean, for most people, you're going to have bills and you're going to want to have an income. And I'm, I mean, if, I mean, I'm assuming everybody's living in the United States. I mean, if you're in Canada, United Kingdom, but I mean, even it's the same principle there. you need money at the end of the day, right? You need money to live. You're going to, you're going to have to eat. You're going to have to, um, at least flush the toilet or something. You're going to have to, you're going to have to use money um, throughout your, that time and space that you take off and you have to generate that money from, let's say cutting hair or a job, which does not give you the time and space to then think and build a new business. You see what I'm kind of getting at with this at least. So I wish, I wish, I wish would have stopped. Honestly, I wish like, cause I, I continue doing this like every different point. I would do it for a little while and then I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Right? There was always like this, and it's, it's the shiny object syndrome, 
right? You get to a new level. Oh man. Okay. Okay. I'm doing this. And then you kind of build it up to, to where it needs to be at. And then you're like, Oh, you know what? I could, you feel like you could do, I felt like I could do anything. Right. I felt like you fucking like be present or whatever. Like, you know, I probably could start the new Tesla or like come up with a new Apple. Right. Like you just come up with like really like irrational thinking. Um, and it, it doesn't really work like that. Right. <laughs> you kind of just need to like, I, I wish I would just told myself, look, stop, sit down, stop what you're doing, cut all this shit out. You got some type of progress here. Just fucking keep doing this thing and like take this to its max limit. Because obviously you want to have the peace of mind in that time and space that you take off, right? Nobody wants to have time and space and being stressed out because they, they're broke. That's, that's not going to help you build a business. You want to have time, space, and like peace of mind. Peace of mind comes from at least, you know, being good with your money, saving up again. Well, I said prior hundred to 300 K in the bank. So where it's like, look, nothing can touch you at that. You've built a moat around yourself. You can take as much time and space you need as well as look at that point moment in time, you have the funds and the capital to be able to invest in that next business move. And that's just not something I thought about, honestly. I just thought it was going to come so easy. I mean, like, I was what? Um, maybe 22 at the time? Um, I'm 27 now, so I'm trying to think back. 22, 23, maybe? Um, yeah, I think, I think more close to 23. So I had a lot of, like, testosterone in my system, right? There was just shit going all over the place, and I was like, I can do it. Um, that's number, that's like the, that's like point a of the number one thing, right? I mean, the second thing of, of just, you know, time and space required to start a new business is just focus on the damn long term, not on the damn short term price raise or the next price raise, I should say. Right. And I think I got, I caught, I got caught up in this very early on, uh, when I was at 16, all I cared about was getting up to 20. And then when I was at 20, all I cared about was getting up to 30 instead of like stretching out. And it's, 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 I think it's more of like that. Again, too, when you don't have time to like think longer term, when you're in that survival mode, when you're in survival mode, you don't have time to think about the long term. You might have like three minutes in, in the month to think long term, and then you're like back on the bills things, right? Which is not good. Um, you need to, like, I, I wish I would just very early on, again, stop trying to f build something else to try and get myself out of that situation. And then also, too, Focus on that long term and not the next short term price raise because that's going to come and then I'm going to be right back in the same damn place worrying about how the hell do I get up to the next thing instead of if I if I just like stretch my thinking out. All right, cool. I want to charge 150, 200. How the fuck do I build that? Because if I build that business, every single price raise that comes in between that, it will come. No, no, like it's just automatic. I mean, that's the kind of thinking that we have in terms of the new era of barbering, right? Like if we can build that business out, if we know exactly what we want, we kind of build it out with that in mind, everything else is going to come effortlessly. And it should happen too, by the way, right? And I think even talking to barbers, even working with barbers, I think everybody has this short-term mindset. It's always, it's just fidgety. Everybody's fucking fidgety. I was so fidgety as hell. I don't know if it was because I was so hyped up off pre-workout. I don't know if it was because I was drinking too much caffeine or what. Something was fucking wrong with me though. God damn. It was, seriously, it was, it was like really, really... Um, I mean, it's just kind of like the ignorance. You don't know what you don't know. Um, but I really wish I would have had that more like take a fucking breath once in a while and kind of just think long-term like, damn, not just a year. A year is not long-term. Maybe 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years. Now you're starting to get more long-term. And for me, that is when I kind of came to the realization when I started thinking more long-term. I was like, fuck, I definitely don't want to be doing this at all. 
meaning cutting hair, right? That's when I kind of started really coming to my senses of like, oh yeah, fuck that. I need to start working on something now, right? And that really lit a fire under my ass. Now, next point is, is, you know, just because I didn't know, uh, I guess, what to do in the moment in time, meaning business-wise or like what I was, what was going to come next for me. I think everybody has this feeling, I, you know, I got to go, got to know what's next. I got to know what my next move is. I felt that way all the fucking time, right? Until like, it was like the analysis paralysis thing until I was like, dude, who gives a fuck? It, that thing is never going to come unless I like be like the best at what I'm doing right now, honestly. Like it, it, I, I, for me, and I did this for a while again too, maybe like three, four years. And then it just dawned on me. I'm like, dude, I, I'm worrying about this other thing that is not even in anywhere in my realm or grasp. And yet I've stayed in the same damn place. Why don't I just do something with where I'm at right now and improve my situation now? Just because I don't know what, what to do next doesn't mean I can't improve my now or I can't improve the situation I'm in currently, Right. I could damn well improve that. And now it helps, but not, I don't think everybody knows. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do next, to be quite honest, right? Like, I'm just, I kind of take the same principle. I'm building the new era of barbering to be the best company in the barber industry, to really revolutionize this thing. I could give a shit what comes next. Something next will come at some point in time. I'm sure of it, right? But this is like everything I'm pouring my heart and soul into. And it's the same thing I did with my barbering, barbering business when I kind of came to this realization. And that's when I started getting the, um, the results that I actually wanted because I just didn't give a shit about anything else. Um, and I, I just didn't waste time again too, trying to build something else. Um, and focusing only on short term things so again too. When I was in that, um, $30 price range or even lower than that, holy fuck. I can't even think I, I couldn't even fathom like charging. I really honestly couldn't even fathom charging 40 bucks to be quite honest with you. <laughs> like I just really didn't think that that was possible. And I was like, fuck, Fuck, if I could just get to 40, this thing would be great. And so you really got to stretch. I, I mean, I, I really had to stretch myself in that thinking and just keep on focusing on what I'm doing right now and prove it and prove it and prove it and then look up and be like, holy fuck, I'm farther than I was. Okay, cool. What do I need to do now? Like, what should I, what should I focus on now, right? And really, like, it, I, I mean, probably the biggest thing to wrap up this point, I mean, if I just took care of all of that, um, I can give my full attention and focus really to, again, to building that new business, which I'm doing right now, right? Building that, that company or something that will like then take me outside of barbering. And I, I think, I mean, if you've listened to anything I've done, I mean, you have to have 100% focus. Because if, I mean, think about it like this. I, I tell barbers all the time when I'm on the phone, especially people who are doing like let's say just even two things at one time, let's say they're trying to start up some other business and then they're also trying to like cut hair really well and run that up. I'm like, dude, look, honestly, you're doing two things. You're really good at barbering. Like you're really, really good at barbering, let's say. And let's say you have somebody who is only half as good at you at skill wise with cutting hair. Because, and, and let's say that that person who's half as good as you is that's their only thing they do is just barbering. I mean, theoretically speaking, they're just as good as you. They're getting the same amount of output that you are. And if, if you just kind of sit with that for like a, just even a quick second, you'd be like, because <clears throat> you could, I mean, I, I knew people who were like half as good as me, right? Let's say people starting, I wasn't really that good charging 30 bucks too, by the way, right? <laughs> but it's a great principle just to kind of practice. And, and like, I was like, all right, cool. Somebody who's like all in right now, who's just starting out, or maybe like just getting out of barber school, 
we're probably getting the same amount of output. And that did not sit well with me because I'm very competitive at my core. So I was like, oh, hell no, this is not going this way at all. So again, 100% focus in that one thing. Just because I didn't know what I want to do next doesn't mean I can improve. I can't improve my now and I shouldn't improve my now. 100% means I should have done that, which I did, thankfully. Finally woke up. And again, to focus on the long term, not short term, next price raise. And really just stop trying to build something new. Because... <laughs> God damn it. I was just trying to, I hate to say it. I was just trying to sell some t-shirts or some, some shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, my t-shirt's going to be the best in the game. They're like some fucking Walmart t-shirts with like a screen printing on them, right? Like a silk screen printing. I, I, I mean, it's just, it, and I, I see these same patterns pop up all the time. So that's why I speak. That's why I just talk about it too, honestly, because I did the same thing. And I'm like, once I cut that shit out, like, and I figure out what the hell to actually do. Holy fuck. I got everything I actually wanted to get, right? So that's point number one. Time and space is required to be able to start any new business. The second thing, um, see, I told you it was like a more jam-packed than just like two quick things, right? The second thing um, that I wish I would have told myself when I was charging 30 bucks is like literally most barbers just have no fucking clue what they were doing. So don't follow it, right? Even myself at the time, I had no clue what I was trying to do. And I think when you kind of get, get that um, humility in yourself and you just kind of like, I mean, Joel, J. Fade even said it when he was doing like 150 a cut. He had no fucking clue what he was doing. I was like, all right, dude, come on. We got we to gotta, we gotta start working together again, again right? Um, but I think a lot of people like try to... Um, I mean, I did it too. I tried to, like, I, I thought the barber industry, like all these people I saw on, on, whether it was like social media or at shows or just anywhere, like, I thought they were better than me for a plethora of reasons. And, and, and it was just the facade of things, honestly. It was the makeup. It was the looks. Um, rap is, I mean, not rap. <laughs> rap is, that was completely off. off I mean, it's come somewhat on topic. I, barbering, I think a lot of barbers try to relate barbering to like hip hop and rap, which is, I get it. I, I thought of the same thing until I was like, okay, hold on. Especially in today's game, rap and hip hop is entertainment. So what you're telling me is most barbers are entertainers. Fuck that. All right. At the end of the day, barbers are independent or should be at least they should, I mean, unless depending on the barber on the uh, barbershop structure, wherever they work at structure wise, they should be independent contractors. Maybe they are employees. That's a different situation. If that's what you chose there's some other things that you need to figure out. But if you are an independent contractor, I kind of put that under the same thing as, um, I mean, you're, you're a business at the end of the day, right? You, you can determine how much you make, you run your own hours, all this stuff. Nobody can kind of have this say so. You just kind of come in, do your work, and you dip out. You have to pay your taxes, all this great stuff, right? But it's... <laughs> When we look out the most of the industry, you just see people who just want to entertain, and it's this facade, and it's very fake. And I and I I thought like I couldn't step on those toes because that's what I thought was real. But honestly, no, a lot of people have no clue what what's going on. So, what I mean by this is is first point of this major point is really I I wish I just did not set a limit on like on myself of what I thought I could charge in the city I was in based off of what everybody else was either charging, people I had looked up to, and what they had told me 
or just even listening to other people's like how you're supposed to run the business. And I think a lot of barbers do that all the time. I think most barbers do that because again, and it's not like this is a bad thing. This is why I think like, uh, this is why I actually kind of like really do enjoy the idea of like getting more on podcasting because it does at least allow other individuals to get a different like, I guess, I mean, it's like a breath of fresh air at times, right? Um, It's definitely something that's like, oh, (laughs) like you can see that and you're like, oh, see, I thought that same thing. I just didn't want to say it, but you know what? He's right, <laughs> right? At some point in time, like, you could see this damn thing all day. You know, barbers will, I mean, it's more of an ego. Like, you see barbers that are like, what? They've been, they, they'll, they'll always start off with how long they've been cutting for. I've been cutting for 12 years, 20 years. This is how it's supposed to do. This is how he's supposed to do it. It's always been done this way. Know your worth. <laughs> Like, dude, <laughs> it's seriously, people will say that. And, and, and then it like sets you in, in the paradigm of, oh man, I better not step over the line um, because I better respect this guy because he's been doing this thing. For, if you're doing that for 12 years and you're charging no more than like, if you, if you are not charging 60, 80 bucks and you are, you've been working for 12, 20 years, holy fuck, there needs to be some wake up call. Seriously. Um, and like I think I hear a lot of barbers on these calls. They're very, very nervous because of what the other barbers that they think that are better than them will think of them. And I saw the same damn thing all the damn time. I, I like it was just like crippling to be like, oh, what? Oh, if I try to do this, what are they gonna think? Oh no! Right? Seriously, like I was crippled by this this um, idea. I really don't give a fuck anymore. There are some things that still do scare me. Sometimes like saying some really saying some beliefs that I, I have gone through and I'm like, yo, no, this is wrong in the industry. Whereas everybody else says it's right. Sometimes I get a little scared. I'm not going to lie about that. And I think that's very human and very natural. Um, and typically when something scares me, it's just, yeah, like, I almost have this sense of like, wow, I should do it. Honestly, building the new era of barbering, that kind of scared me because like everything that I had in there and like everything that I had believed, like it was kind of going against what a lot of people that I've worked with, that I've like known in the industry, created great relationships. Like it's kind of going against like that. And that kind of scared me because like, you know, it's just like, fuck, what are they going to think about me if I just like start saying, hey, this is bullshit. I, I did this. This is not it. This is actually how you should probably do this thing. Right. It, it definitely scared the crap out of me. Um, and I kind of see these same principles that like happened when I was cutting hair to now running this business. Um, that, that still, you, you, I, I can't allow to dictate what I do. And it's the same self-limiting beliefs of like, well, you're in this city, you can't charge that much. I'm sorry, but and nobody was charging over 40 bucks prior in Sacramento. Like, not, like, like seriously, maybe like 50, 60, but now we're close to 100, 150, 200. It was, you were looked at like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what most people think, right? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Fucking idiot. And, and I think a lot of people and, and a lot of barbers, if you have ever asked or said this, like, you've probably got that same reaction. You've probably heard one of my podcasts, seen one of my ads on YouTube, seen some of my content on Instagram, have maybe sparked up a conversation. And then that same person who you sparked up the conversation with was like, fuck that. He's crazy. 
he's stupid. <laughs> like, seriously, I don't blame them because, like, they, they're, they're just under this facade still, and it's not a bad thing. I get it. I'm not going to ha- get everybody to understand what I'm saying, but there is still that, like, you should always just kind of, like, just not follow what, what the, 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 typical, the typical shit should be, right? You should really question it. Um, I even welcome people questioning me all the time. I think that's good to get, like, you got to poke things sometimes and really make sure they're sturdy because I've poked things and like, I'm like, holy fuck, that fell over. <laughs> like they just crumbled to the ground. Um, so you should always like be questioning and always like want to find out truth in whatever that is and whoever is saying it. I will always say that whether it's me or whether it's just anybody that you talk to, right? But don't ever follow just because you think that they hold some status at all. I I think that's like very, very toxic. And like, um, you're kind of rolling like some, uh, you're playing Russian roulette with that one, right? Honestly, that that is almost like a form of Russian roulette. Like you're just kind of like hoping that this person, I've done that before too, get like multiple times, given like my full on trust into somebody only to like, whoop, got a bullet, (laughs) got a bullet this time. So I would definitely like recommend that everybody do that. Please. <laughs> I, I, I think I enjoy this just talking on this podcast too much. Because I really don't think anybody listens sometimes. And so I just like to have honest conversations with like myself, which is tight. I think it's really cool. Um, anyways, even though I can see how many people watch this podcast. So it's always kind of funny. Um, what was, what point was that? I'm trying to catch my... I got off topic. I'm, I'm, my apologies. Um Oh, I mean, I kind of covered this in the last one. So basically, the second point of this was like, again, to don't listen to others just because they have more years or, or this too, or they're charging 10, 20 more bucks. Like, I hear people that are like, oh man, the guy who's charging 60, oh man, I'm charging 20. He's, he says this is the limit. I would question him. Like, I would even, like, even if you're listening to this, I would even have you question me. 200, that's it? What about 400, 500? That's the kind of thinking you should always have. Like, that's it? Come on now. That's easy money, right? That's, that should be an easy thing. Like, you just kind of stopped. You got lazy. Um, that's always my thinking when I see somebody like, I just don't, even, even mentors of mine, they'll say something. I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that one. I'm going to question it. I'm going to put it to the test. Because when you critically think about things, like, you, you, you start kind of finding bullshit. I think a lot of people, especially in the barber industry, it's kind of bullshit. It's, it's more of people who are on a platform stage try, just because they're trying to sell a product or a clipper or whatever that may be, more so than just actually giving out really good information, right? Um, next point is, because we already kind of covered that point, I don't need to like stay on that anymore. Um, really, don't follow others, what others do unless you want the same result, again, most barbers have no clue what they're doing, so you should not follow them unless you are more than w- happy with the result. Again, some people do just want to own a barbershop, and I think the barbershop, owning a barbershop, unless you own multiple, which takes a while, and you run it really, really well, and at that point in time, it's very, very, you have to have the right people in there. I don't, I don't see, um, I'm not a big fan of it. That's why I never owned a barbershop, right? Because it's just, one, I don't want to deal with people. 
and like lazy people. And like there's a lot of barbers who are very lazy people. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you can think of about like five to ten of those right off the top of your head right now. Willing to bet. <laughs> like you're probably laughing yourself like, damn, he's good. Because <laughs> I can think of like a million of them, honestly. Um, I mean, know there's a million barbers in the United States. That would be interesting to find out. Um, but yeah, you should not follow them unless you want that same damn result. Again, if you want just to have a barbershop and want that safe life, and you just kind of want that, by all means, that's fine. If you just want to want to like charge forty and work a lot, if you want, if you truly, want, I can't tell you who's listening what you want, but I can tell you if you want something more than that person honestly is not only wanting but also is taking the action to only achieve. Shame on you. All right, you, they, you're kind of at fault for that. So just don't follow what others do. It's a great principle. Don't, don't follow. Honestly, I would just wouldn't follow what others do. I would just kind of learn from them. And then like just get my own damn result. Because I have trust in myself that it will be 20 million times better than what anybody else can get. Just if I try to follow them. Next one. And again, too, these last two kind of covered lightly. Uh, think critically. And I put like in like little... I put like a little asterisk, like this is something that literally nobody does. Just think critically about things. I mean, like the simple fact of like, know your worth. If you just critically think about that, like what does know your worth mean? Is that a business strategy? You could have easily, anybody could have easily broke that down. If you just really thought critically about this thing. Um, And I, I just don't see too many people. It's just, Again, too, you have to boil things down to first principles. You have to have a first principles way of thinking, meaning you cannot reason by analogy. Reasoning by analogy means, hey, Todd over down the street is only charging 40, and he has been cutting for 10 years. Therefore, in 10 years, I can only be charging 40 bucks. That's reasoning by analogy. Reasoning by first principles is boiling it down. What the hell is this guy doing? Who is he about? What has he always done? He's been average his whole life. He doesn't want to do anything else. He kind of just is comfortable. Yeah, no wonder why he's still there. What am I? Building myself down, down to a first principles thinking. Well, ambitious, willing to take risks, willing to work, have a high work ethic and not be lazy. Hmm, probably should do something better than that. See, like I sometimes just take days just to think. I tell a lot of people in the program, like thinking has been my, I, I think one, one of my strengths. I never did it in high school. So if anybody's listening to this who went to West Campus High School, you're probably like, what the fuck? Who is this dude? Because <laughs> I did not give a shit about high school. I just wanted to play baseball and like football, and that's about it. But because I just didn't care about school, but I care about like running. A, I care about winning, care, and I care about like strategy, and that's what business is, winning and strategy. I really like those things. Um, so it's, it's kind of like hand in hand why I'm, I'm really passionate and really into business and building businesses for not only myself, but barbers in general. I think it's really, really fun. It's a challenge every time. I like really, I like people in the program know, like they'll hear me say like, oh yeah, I get that. I I salivate. Right. And just meaning like, I like, you know, like when a, um, like a, a predator, like in the wild, like starts salivating, you see like saliva coming out. It's like, means they're like ready to kill right? Like, that's how I get, I'm just like ready. Um, but yeah, just, just, just think critically. Some, some great mental models, right? Reason from first principles. Um, now, now I want to blank on some mental models. (laughs) 
I probably should have wrote them down here. That probably would have been a smarter idea. I, I mean, that, that, that one's a good one. I think that if you just do that, reason from first principles, that will get you pretty fucking far. Because it's, it's allowed me to really like, again, to not take something um, by analogy, which again, too, most people do. And honestly, that's by default what the brain does. Imagine if you had to reason by first principles every fucking thing in your whole entire day, right? Like, let's say if I had a, uh, well, I mean, I have a doorbell, <laughs> right? So imagine the doorbell went off. Um, Reasoning by analogy means, oh, something's at, somebody's at the door. Because usually when the doorbell rings or another uh, doorbell rings, somebody's at the door and so I should go answer it. Reasoning by first principles like has to boil that whole damn thing down to like, where did that come from? Why would somebody even press that button? What does that mean? Like that would be so fucking hard to, to do at all. Um, but like, you know, at least important decisions, worldviews. Um, and at least like how you run your business should always be broken down first principles. It's what Elon Musk does really well. Um, I mean, it's how he built like, it's how how was he able to build Tesla and like, um, SpaceX. The dude built a fucking rocket ship that, that can land back on earth. Not just, not like crash land, like completely fine and reusable. If you've never seen that video, I highly recommend you check it out. It's, It's fascinating. Um, and that's what reasoning by first principles allows you to do. It allows you to do things that most people were like, how the fuck did you do that? And it's like, cause I just did not follow what the fucking logic you guys were following or, or like the rational, like the irrational thinking that you guys were doing. So think quickly. That's number one. That's, uh, the next one, next one after that. Um, oh, I mean, it, it just, most people will not agree with like your point of view and like what you want. And that's fine because, it, again, too, that's what you want. And, again, like I touched on this earlier, some people just want to be thinking smaller. Some people just want to be comfortable. And it's really interesting. I mean, <laughs> I'm 27. I'm not that old, honestly. I think getting – I think maybe – I honestly think I'll be pretty young still at 60. 60 years old is really like if – you, if you really want to put it into, like, an analysis of, like, time frame – I mean, that's not that old. Think about how, like, old some, like, trees are. That's pretty – that's – even then, like there's some other organisms that are just much older than that. 60 years, that's not that old. Um, maybe to flesh, but uh, there's a lot of other things that can like span farther beyond that. But most people, they don't want what you want, and that's fine. And they will not agree with like, again, too, if you come, like, I hear Barbara's like, yo, I went to talk to like these people, and like they didn't want, they didn't, they didn't think like, um, like, hundred bucks was ethically right. That's fine. Well, what do you want? <laughs> that's what, like, that's kind of like what I always think. Like if I say, I, I honestly don't even talk to people because of that too. Cause I, I just like to think critically by myself. But if I ever was to talk to anybody, especially when I was charging $30, I forgot this is about my analysis of myself when I was charging 30, when I was charging $30. Yeah. Most people did not. Most people thought like, um, running a business, charging more, um, doing hour-long haircuts, like, they were like, what the fuck, they were like, 12, 12 minute haircuts, let's go, all day, um, and I just did not agree with that, and they thought I was crazy, I mean, not really, well, I shouldn't say crazy, they just kind of thought, like, wow, this, that's not how you're supposed to do it, right, um, and that's fine again, right, some people, again, too, some people want to work stupidly hard, some people want to, like, 
be that laborer because it gives them fulfillment, I guess. I had a talk with Joel recently, Jay Fadick, because again, too, he's in the program. And so he was more talking about, obviously, he's charging $200 a haircut right now. Obviously, that's going to come with a lot less volume than what he was doing at 150 at first, right? Of course. And kind of just told him, hey, look, you know, like, um, he was like, you know what? I, I can't wait to get up to being that busy, busy moment again of like, man, I, I was, he, he was telling me he just really loved, honestly, when he was like working seven days a week, um, when he first started with the program, we got everything really ramped up to, for him. And he was making a lot of money each month. Um, and he was like, I just want to get back to that. And I said, hold on, pause. <laughs> Please make this separation. Did you, did you truly like working stupidly hard or did you like the outcome, right? Because the two are completely separate. Identify that first and foremost and then, then, then make your analysis on what you want. If it was the working hard, you would have loved working hard if it was at 30 bucks, right? Because you wouldn't care about what the result was. You would just care about working hard. If you like the result, try to figure out like, well, like don't, don't be so attached to the working hard. Try to figure out another way to like be able to like make this, make that amount effortless then, right? And I could just see it like in his face like, oh, you're right. <laughs> but it's, there are some people who do enjoy working stupidly hard, right? And that's just like kind of how they've been brought up. That's how, how they view the world. That's a worldview of how they see success. And that's fine. Again, too, it's not what everybody wants. And I tried, I stopped a long time ago. I shouldn't say tried. I stopped a long time ago trying to convince people. You'll probably hear it on some like super earlier podcast. It's like, come on, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like if you, like I, I do kind of care if like that, if, if you don't want to do that yet you're doing that, then it's kind of like, hey, shame on you. Let's give you a slap on the hand, really wake you up, Right. But if you want that, I can't be mad. Nobody can be mad if that's what you want. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty fucking long podcast for just two things, right? <laughs> two things I wish I knew when I was charging $30. Again, time and space required to be able to start a new business, meaning stop trying to build new things or trying to stop trying to build anything else right now. Focus on long-term, not short-term next price raise. Just because you don't know uh, what to do now or just because you don't know what you're going to do later on does not mean you cannot, doesn't mean that you should not improve the now. That's a fucking, like, I think I just, I did not type that incorrectly because there was no way in hell I just read that correctly either. <laughs> and then finally, if you take care, like, of all of this, you know, at some point in time, you'll be able to give your full attention to that next thing, to building that new business that will remove you from barbering full-time and 100% focus always equals good. And I put a smiley face at the end. Now, and again, the second thing, most barbers have no, no clue what they're doing. So honestly, don't follow them. Again, don't limit self to what your city supposedly is supposed to charge. Don't, li don't listen to others. Uh, if they have more years on you, cut for longer or charge $10 more. Completely irrational thinking. Again, don't follow what others do unless you want the same result. Think critically for some time because nobody does. And then again, too, most will not agree with you. And, that, and that's honestly just completely fine. Everybody has their wants, needs, desires. Do not get caught up on it. I, again, too, I got, I got lost in the fact that this was supposed to be about what I was going through. Kind of did a hip hop, I guess, uh, jumping back and forth. Because I do want to get a little bit more transparent about my experiences, my fuck ups. I think that that actually helps a lot of people. I found that very useful on like Q&A calls with a lot of barbers in the program of just talking about like my own like vulnerable fuck ups and like what I've learned and like why I say, it's not just I say these things um, because like I'm like some, some fucking like all knowing person. I fucked up. I learned a better way. 
<laughs> like seriously, that's just kind of like how it boils down to. You fuck up. You learn. Hopefully, you'll learn a better. I I just learned a better way to do it, and I got a better result, and actually, the result that I wanted to get in the first place. So that's why it's, I I at least like create a podcast like this. So that kind of does it for this podcast. Again, um, I'm I'm not gonna stick to a schedule. I'm just gonna really upload when I uh, like truthfully have something of value to give again to. I didn't want to make these three things because I was like I'm gonna bullshit the third thing. And I don't want that because I'm gonna. It's not gonna. I, it might be some some people might think it's valuable. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck did I just do that for? I'm just a high standard of myself. Okay. Um, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Um, I, I again too. I, I kind of upload when I have something to say that is of value. I don't know when that is going to be. It might be a day. It might be a week. It might be three months. I don't know. Um, but there's a ton of other podcasts that you can go ahead and spend your time on, as well as other resources on thenewairofbarbering.com. So feel free to go ahead and check that out. Again, um, if you want to get notified when I do upload a new podcast, whenever that may be, go ahead and hit that subscribe. I think you could subscribe to a podcast, right? I deleted the app a long time ago, so I don't really know what you can do anymore. Apologies. But uh, if there's a subscription type thing, of course, go ahead and subscribe. And then um, I also really, honestly, really enjoy when somebody actually leaves me uh, a review of the podcast of what you thought and just leave me a note as well, too. And in that note, please go ahead and also um, leave your uh, Instagram bio. Um, because in podcasting, um, I, I can see who, like, I can see how many people, the volume that watches. I can't tell how many of those fucking people, like, who each individual is. Like, that would be impossible, but also, like, it would just be a headache. Um, but if you generally like, you know, like this podcast, um, of course, you know, leave a review, go ahead and drop your Instagram name there. I always love to, I'll go snoop around. I probably won't like, you know, uh, I probably won't DM you or anything or, or do anything like that, but I probably will go ahead and just snoop around, take a look at things. Um, cause I always like to see just who, who is that audience I'm listening. I'm, I'm like attracting at least. And who's that audience who's, who's even listening. Cause again, too, I have no fucking clue. Um, also if you found this podcast at least enjoyable or at least brought you some value, Hey, look. It brings me a lot of value too, and I really love seeing like this podcast grow and how it's growing over time. Go ahead and share this podcast. Send it to somebody. Click the little share button. Copy the link. Go ahead, uh, message or send it a DM to another barber if the, you feel like this would bring them a lot of value. And if you were listening to this podcast and somebody has sent that to you, just know that individual actually cares about you, wants to see you succeed. So go go out there and fucking do something, okay? Um, with that, y'all, I don't know when I'm going to be speaking to you again, but again, too, it's going to be a value. I want to make sure I keep that. Um, Keep that high standard on this. Um, and again, too, I will drop the links um, to the New Era of Barbering website if you want to check out more about what we do inside of Elevated Mentorship and the New Era of Barbering company. I uh, put a lot of great resources. I have a couple customer interviews uh, on there as well, too. Uh, there's a lot of game in there. I, I try to really make it more about like their personal story and struggles and like what they've learned along the way, um, as well as kind of like the process that we take, uh, it will also be on the website. So if you want to go check that out or check out the free, uh, I, I don't want to call it like a free training cause it seems sounds so cliche, uh, but it is like a 47 minute breakdown video, just basically kind of going over what we do. That is also on the website. If you just click, I think it's like case study or breakdown or any learn more button, uh, that's on like any page. You can obviously go and check that out as well too. Um, with that, I will talk to you when I talk to you.